This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. All is not as it seems. Look around you. Monsters with human faces have infiltrated our government. They walk among us. The unavoidable truth is that the government has become almost indistinguishable from the evil it claims to be fighting. Whether that evil takes the form of terrorism, torture, disease, drug trafficking, sex trafficking, murder, violence, theft, pornography, scientific experimentations, or some other diabolical means of inflicting pain, suffering, and servitude on humanity. We have let the government's evil doing, its abuses, power grabs, brutality, meanness, inhumanity, immorality, greed, corruption, debauchery, and tyranny go on for much too long. We're being fed a series of carefully contrived fictions that bear no resemblance to reality. We're living in two worlds. The worlds we see are made to see, and ones we sense and occasionally catch a glimpse of. The latter, which is a far cry from the propaganda-driven reality manufactured by the government and its corporate sponsors, including the media. Indeed, what most Americans perceive as life in America, privileged, progressive, and free, is a far cry from reality, where economic inequality is growing, pandemic lockdowns, both mental and physical, real agendas and real power are buried beneath layers of Orwellian doublespeak and corporate obfuscation, and freedom, such that it is, is meted out in small, legalistic doses by militarized police armed to the teeth. The powers that be want us to feel threatened by forces beyond our control, terrorists, shooters, bombers, disease, and so on and so on. They want us afraid and dependent on the government and its militarized armies for our safety and well-being. They want us distrustful of each other, divided by our prejudices and at each other's throats. Most of all, they want to continue making us march in lockstep with their dictates. Tune out the government's attempts to distract, divert, and befuddle us, and tune in to what's really going on in this country, and you'll run headlong into an unmistakable, unpalatable truth. The money elite who rule us view us as expendable resources to be used, abused, and discarded when they want to. As the bearded man warns in John Carpenter's film, They Live, they are dismantling the sleeping middle class. More and more people are becoming poor. We are their cattle. We are being bred for slavery. Folks, in this regard, we're not so different from the oppressed citizens in They Live, which was released more than 30 years ago and remains unnervingly, chillingly appropriate for our modern age or Carpenter's other dystopian films. Best known for his horror film Halloween, which assumes that there is a form of evil so dark that it can't be killed, Carpenter's larger body of work is infused with a strong anti-authoritarian, anti-establishment, laconic bent that speaks to the filmmaker's concerns about the unraveling of our society, particularly our government. Time and again, Carpenter portrays the government working against its own citizens, a populace out of touch with reality, technology run amok, and a future more horrific than any horror film. 
And they live. Two migrant workers discover that the world is not as it seems. In fact, the population is actually being controlled and exploited by aliens working in partnership with an oligarchic elite. All the while, the populace, blissfully unaware of the real agenda at work in their lives, has been lulled into complacency, indoctrinated into compliance, bombarded with media distractions, and hypnotized by subliminal messages beamed out of television and various electronic devices, billboards, and the like. It is only when homeless drifter John Nada, played to the hilt by the late Roddy Piper, discovers a pair of doctored glasses or Hoffman lenses that Nada sees what lies beneath the elite's fabricated reality, control, and bondage. When viewed through the lens of truth, the elite, who appear human until stripped of their disguises, are shown to be monsters who have enslaved the citizenry in order to prey on them. Likewise, billboards blare out hidden authoritative messages. A bikini-clad woman in one of, one of them actually orders viewers to marry and reproduce. Magazine racks scream, consume and obey. A wad of dollar bills in a vendor's hand proclaims, this is your God. When viewed through Nada's Hoffman lenses, some of the other hidden messages being drummed into the people's subconscious include no independent thought, conform, submit, stay asleep, buy, watch TV, no imagination, and do not question authority. This indoctrination campaign, engineered by the elite and they live, is painfully familiar to anyone who has studied the decline of American culture. A citizenry that does not think for themselves, obeys without question, is submissive, does not challenge authority, does not think outside the box, and is content to sit back and be entertained is a citizenry that can be easily controlled. In this way, the subtle message of They Live provides an apt analogy of our own distorted vision of life in the American police state, what one philosopher refers to as dictatorship and democracy, or I'm quoting here, the invisible order which sustains your apparent freedom. From the moment we are born until we die, we are indoctrinated into believing that those who rule us do it for our own good. The truth, however, is far different. Oblivious to what lies ahead, we've been manipulated in believing that if we continue to consume, obey, and have faith, things will just work out. But that's never been true of emerging regimes. And by the time we feel the hammer coming down upon us, it will be too late. So where does this leave us? The characters who populate Carpenter's films provide some insight. Underneath their machismo, they still believe in the ideals of liberty and equal opportunity. Their beliefs place them in constant opposition with the law and the establishment. But they are nonetheless freedom fighters. When, for example, John Nada destroys the alien transmitter and they live, he delivers a wake-up call for freedom. The real battle between freedom and tyranny is taking place right in front of our eyes, if we would only open them. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, and its fictional counterpart, The Eric Blair Diaries, the real battle for control of this nation is taking place on roadsides, in police cars, on witness stands, over phone lines, in government offices, in corporate offices, in public school hallways and classrooms, in parks and city council meetings, and in towns and cities across America. All the trappings of the American police state are now in plain sight. They live only because 
we sleep. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.